Welcome all fellow wannabes, welcome to the show. You are listening to Game Club from Wannabe Critic Productions. I am one of your hosts, Gabriel Fast, and joining me for our second game in the Uncharted series is one Mikey Collins. Mikey, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. How you doing? You're you're you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're looking you're looking fresh, you're looking all profesh with your uh with your uh, new blue, your blue point um, mic stand, blue sky, blue, 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 isn't isn't that a blue? Um... This is called a road. Oh, you got a road. Oh, you got a road mic stand. Yeah. It's oh, a, okay. Yeah, I felt like I should get a heavy duty one since this thing, this blue mic's so flipping heavy. Well, yeah, they they literally make. I mean, they make mic stands for your microphone that you have yeah but they're like way more expensive yeah, they're like 130 I, bucks <laughs> yeah i that's think i got I, this one yeah i got this on sale for like 60 bucks i think oh that's that's a good deal yeah that's not that's so, not bad at all so yeah, and i was used to like my desk mounted microphone stand it just took up way too much space so yeah. this is way better and plus you got uh you got a new set of I feel like you got a new set of headphones in too yeah some proper yeah. podcasting headphones how, how you how you liking those dude Best headphones I've ever bought in ever. They're they're open ear, so I, yeah, they, you, got, you got the Philips ones, right? Yeah, yeah. I got the I think they're the PH five hundreds, nine hundreds, but they're like everybody says they're like a really good base level, like open ear headphone to kind of see if you like them. And I I love them, yeah. so I'll probably never have another pair of closed unless I like make music or something. Then I could see me getting another pair of closed headphones. But for gaming and podcasting, I love it they're so comfortable they're light yeah not, a, not an ad by the way <laughs> yeah no definitely not an ad that'd be cool no i kind of feel the same way because i have uh i have some of the audio technical ones and it was kind of a similar thing that i had read about like these are pretty good entry level you know and i'm kind of the same way like at least for podcasting like there's no going back <laughs> ever I, I didn't realize like how much i missed out on so that's cool. Well, it's good. To, it's good to be back. It's good to be here recording this uh, this second episode, this second review. Um, make sure you head over to the Wannabe Collective over on YouTube. Uh, that's where we're going to be. So, so it's kind of a funny story. So we have the Wannabe Collective YouTube channel, which is which feature which features all of our various podcast projects. Okay, and we actually have a podcast for the Wannabe Collective as well. But on the YouTube channel, that's where you can find you know Game Club, Who Would Win, The Midnight Run, all the different stuff. You can find it all on the YouTube channel, and uh, you know pretty much the only podcast feed. I'm sorry, pretty much the only podcast feeds that aren't featured on the Wannabe Collective are Game Club and uh, A Guy and His Wife. So if you want to listen to those podcasts specifically, um, you'll have to go over to those feeds and subscribe there if you're an audio listener. But uh, I have it set up to where, you know, I, I don't know if you have you have you checked out the YouTube page for at least the Wannabe Critic recently, Mikey, because I cleaned it up real nice, you know. Is that that's your yeah? So that's like, my personal yeah. So that's my personal page. So now we have my personal page, which features my solo content. We have uh, there, and then it, there's featured channels. So you'll see if you click on the wannabe critic, you'll see you know the wannabe collective and wannabe music reviews. So um, it'll it just kind of you know it's 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 just another layer of compartmentalization that honestly, like I can't believe it's taken me this long to do it. But I'm happy that it's looking the way that it's looking. But you can find all of our content over there. By this time, the first episode of Uncharted has posted on patreon.com slash wannabecritic, as well as YouTube and podcast services uh, on on the Game Club feed. So YouTube is on the Wannabe Collective, podcast services on Game Club. So there you have it. 
Um, Mikey, it's been a while since we covered, uh, well, it's a, here's, here's the thing. I, I played through this game not that long ago, actually. Um, and I, you know, it's been, I've been wanting to talk about it for a while. And you said you had some hot takes about this game, which is Uncharted 2, uh, Among Thieves, which, uh, we're just going to get it out of the way. The, um, plot as is on IMDb, it says, after being tracked down by Harry Flynn, Nathan Drake goes on a quest for Marco Polo's lost fleet. However, when things take an unexpected turn for the worst, Drake must rely on the on those closest to him in order to find the Chintamani Stone. So that's kind of the base layer plot. You can't, it's, it's kind of like Indiana Jones, like you can't really go into extraneous detail because then it just turns into like a recap of the entire movie. <laughs> Um, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of cool stuff that happens in this game. And, uh, some, some people call uncharted Two their favorite uncharted game. Like it's, it's like kind of put up to be like the unequivocal, like best uncharted game. Um, and I'm, I'm curious to know, like, did, did you like playing through this game whenever, you know, you went through it? I mean, it's uncharted. I didn't not enjoy playing it, but when I originally started to play this trilogy, I got through one. I was like, oh, this is really cool. Cause I, I didn't know why I, because I, I played four first. I had never played the series. So then I jumped back to one, played through one, loved it. Started two. Openings dope with that whole hanging from the train thing. It, and it immediately got boring for me. So, yeah. And then I, I started it again like a year later and it, I was still just like, I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. There was just something about the pacing of the story where I was just like, okay, can we move along? And the puzzles, some of the puzzles I didn't even really care about because they, I don't know, it, it almost felt like the puzzles were, I'm not, I'm not super smart or anything, like, but the puzzles were like too easy in two. It felt like to me because I was just like, okay, this is obviously what I have to do. Okay. So it wasn't it wasn't really like puzzle solving and, and most of the puzzles. It was more like, OK, this is a task I have to complete in order for me to get to more of the story. Yeah. And I think you know? to me and, it, you know, like I said, it's been a while. And to me, like I remember playing it the first time and I feel like in terms of like gunplay and gameplay, it felt the best. I played it originally on PS3 yeah. first. Mm-hmm. I played it on PS3 first and then I played the Blue Point, you know, um, remasters. About, I don't know, it's been about a year now at this point. But it left a really good taste in my mouth, you know, for the series. And then I, it was kind of funny, like, for 3, which I'm playing through right now, you know, Nathan Maestri is going to join us for that review as well. Um, 3, I kind of found my place at myself in the same place where it was like I, I had a, a really fun time with 1 and 2. And then as soon as I started 3, it was like, okay, this is interesting. And then I just immediately got bored. But now playing through 3, now I'm kind of like, why didn't I just keep going? You know, because I'm really enjoying 3. Um that's interesting. I, I feel, and this this could be way off, but I feel like 2 is kind of going for more of the, because there are puzzles in it for sure. Um, there are some puzzles in 3 where I'm like, there's no hint to, to like, there's certain, I had to look stuff up. I'm like, how was I supposed to get that, that solution from the hints that you gave me? That doesn't make any sense. 2 feel, feels like the kind of the, the, the perfect balance of really solid gameplay, good, good, interesting storytelling, but it feels more action packed, I think, than the first game. 
Um, it, it really just kind of feels like it's just kind of kind. There, there's not as much depth there, in my opinion. Um, and I, I do think one of the th- one of the reasons that I got drawn in is because you know Nathan Drake seems like kind of like you know he got off no problem at the end of the first game and we see him like in a really positive place and yada 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 and then you know in number two we see him all of a sudden like he's in peril you know he's he's really struggling and it was interesting to see him put into that uh you know put him put into that situation um i am curious to see who actually wrote yeah so the director was amy hennig bruce straley but who who wrote it because I'd be curious to know. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Tolkien. <laughs> Uncharted to writer. Because I know it's not... I don't think it's Neil Druckmann, but that'd be kind of cool. Okay. It, it was, so it was Amy Hennig, because Amy Hennig was kind of like the lead for uh, Naughty Dog there for a while. Um, but anyways... You know, to me, I feel like them them putting us in that peril, making us kind of traverse that train and then immediately throwing us into a, a completely different time period. I think that kind of that pe- that kind of got my interest. But at the same time, I do feel like you kind of hit something on the head. It wasn't that what was happening in the middle wasn't interesting or like jumping around from time period to time period and like kind of flirting with the the past a little bit and stuff like that. It's not like that wasn't interesting because it was. It was more of I want to get to where we started at the very beginning of the game. Like I want to can we move this along, you know, and you have to I think it is kind of hard to put yourself in 2000 and when did this come out? 2008, 2009. Um I think that's something. That, yeah, so it came out in two thousand nine. I was a freshman in high school. For for me, it's one of those things where there wasn't really anything in terms of like quality that that was really kind of up to that that pedigree at that point. Um, I mean, how, how do you feel like whenever you put yourself in that position? Like, how do you kind or put yourself in that time period? Like, how do you think that kind of like do you get what I'm saying? How does, how can you put yourself in that time period? Cause how old were you in 2009? 2009? Uh, how old were you? I was four, 15, 14, 15. So I would have been like 13 or 12. Yeah. So like <laughs> how did, wh- what kind of games were you playing around that time? Cause you didn't really have a next gen console for quite some time. Guitar Hero 3. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I remember being at your house and like us playing like old Tomb Raider games, like on your PS2 and stuff like that. And like, oh yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I played a lot of those. So yeah. going from something like that to something like Uncharted 2, how do you think you would have been affected had you played it at 12 or 13? Well, for me, I was always on Xbox, and so Uncharted was always something that I desired to play. So every time I saw a trailer or something, I was like, oh, man, I wish I had a, I wish I had a PlayStation so I could play that, yeah. you know? So I, it's not like it. I didn't know about it, but – sorry about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes, and I did play games a lot similar-ish to Tomb Raider, like to this, because Tomb Raider is kind of like it, but the old ones, they weren't really – even close like how the new ones are but i don't know how i would react i don't i don't know if i would have finished it to be honest just like i did now because it was just 
I didn't like puzzle games when I was yeah. that age. So if I would have had the opportunity to play it, I feel like I would have played basically the same amount and been like, okay, I'm kind of done. Cause yeah. I, I just need to, it, it, it just doesn't suck you in. Like that first part of the game, it is the best part of the game. And then there's a lot of things basically after like the first third of this game that I'm just like, I, I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I don't know. Okay. It was weird. I basically, I basically towards the end of this game found myself playing it just to say that I beat it, not to actually enjoy playing yeah. the game. Which is the first time I've ever really done that with a video game. I feel like too to be honest. This was kind of I feel like whenever they were kind of figuring out PS3's peak capabilities. And I feel like they really wanted to show off a lot of the stuff because you go from Uncharted Two to Uncharted Three and there's just not that much of a difference um in terms of quality, like in terms of gameplay. Um and I think in a lot of ways they they kind of peaked a little early with Naughty Dog because since then basically since since Uncharted two, Naughty Dog has kind of been like the crown jewel of Sony in a ton of ways. You know, like I mean, obviously like Uncharted, The Last of Us. You know, and, and they that's really gotten them a ton of buzz for for Sony in general and for PlayStation in general. Whereas before, you know, their heritage they had they, and, and that's really kind of been Naughty Dog's MO pretty much since PlayStation was a thing. Cause I mean you had Crab the Crash Bandicoot series, which is hugely popular. You had Jack and Daxter series, which was also hugely popular. So it was it was interesting to see them make a transition from Jack and Daxter to something like Uncharted. But it's just been kind of like the steady growth for Naughty Dog over the past 15 years at this point or 20 years at this point. And, you know, I think Uncharted 2 is vastly important, um, I, I think, to to Sony's heritage, to PlayStation's heritage. But at the same time, I don't know. I think it might be just a tad overrated. Um, that's that's the boat. Because because I, 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 I don't I don't knock yeah. the game. Because it is, it's really cool. I mean, it, 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 like you were saying, like at this time, this was one of the best games out there. And I just personally, I don't think the story ages well because it's just not, it's not, it's not entertaining. And it's hard to say that because we have so much to compare it to now. So, and I've, around the time that I was playing these, I was like, I think Red Dead was coming out and there was like a bunch of like story-driven games that I was super excited about and they came out and I just dropped this series like it was hot because at that, I was at that moment that I was like, I I want story. I want something that's drawing me in and I'm not saying that there isn't story in this game. It just wasn't... But it just you're also talking in. about a time period too where the experience of super something something that was super high quality in terms of storytelling that wasn't really the norm around this time period like this is kind of this is kind of i would argue that uncharted was uncharted 2 is probably a big reason why more more stuff started being told it's like okay we can tell like a really riveting story and also have really fun gameplay because i think that's what uncharted did really well was it did have a semi interesting story but the way the mechanics of the game played into the storytelling, you really felt like you were playing a movie, you know, and I think but at the same time, you know, something like Indiana Jones, like very baseline, not super, not super deep um, or National Treasure. Like, I feel yeah. like Uncharted to me feels more like National. Hey, I mean, I'm just saying, easy. 
It's a it's a clue. <laughs> um, you know, and but you're talking. I mean, this was pre Last of Us. This is pre. I mean, Red Dead Redemption came out had just come out, I believe, a year prior to this. Um, you know, but you didn't have. In fact, I'm gonna fast check, fact check that right now. Okay, yeah. So no, this is this is pre Red Dead Redemption even, because Red Dead Redemption came out a year later. So, I mean, you you had, like, Assassin's Creed probably around this time period. Um, Assassin's Creed 2, maybe? So, Assassin's Creed 2 came out in... So, yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah, so, so there, there wasn't... Much. Isn't that That's weird to crazy. think about? Because then, then it kind of, it kind of it puts is. things in perspective a little bit. It's like, for the time period, right? You, you there, And I'm not saying there was anything to play, and this is for what a lot of reasons, a lot of people who play jrpgs and stuff like that which have notoriously always been very story driven almost to the 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 point of detriment um they've kind of made fun of western games because of their lack of impactful storytelling um and again listeners i'm not saying that there wasn't you know your your games with with heavy story rich content that's not what i'm saying i'm saying in terms of like like i was saying you know there it's not to say that there wasn't story heavy content found within video games that's not what we're saying we're just saying in terms of like blockbuster bangers like knockouts th- there is a handful at this point in time it's 2009 again we're kind of getting to that peak of storytelling especially with playstation i mean arguably i can't believe i'm saying this some of the best gaming experiences weren't really on playstation during this time period they were on Xbox. So, you know, Xbox was kind of the place to play games. But that was the thing that Uncharted had going for it that, you know, that was the thing that PlayStation had going for it that, uh, you know, Xbox didn't really have was it didn't really have an Uncharted. So that was kind of the thing is like if you played a play, if you bought a PlayStation just to play Uncharted 2, you know, at that peak, you know, towards the peak of gaming storytelling and stuff like that. Um, which I would still say we're in the peak now. I think we're we're getting to a point to where things are still kind of evening out and starting to plateau a little bit, just because there's only so much you can do with the machines that current are currently out. But it doesn't change the fact that no one was going to fault you for buying a PlayStation Three just so you could play the Uncharted games whenever they came out. And I think that's that's kind of special. You know, that's pretty awesome uh, that that Uncharted had that going for it. And, and whenever I say that this game might be a tad overrated. It's not to say that this game doesn't deserve a 9 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10 or anything like that. That's not what we're saying. But to put this amongst the ranks of something like, you know, like to say it's it's like the greatest thing ever made, I don't think that's accurate. Um, I think that there's plenty of other games that are way better than Uncharted 2. But for the time that it came out, which is kind of the point of what we're getting at, yeah, there wasn't any, there was, there was nothing better because it had that right mixture. You have anything to add to that? I mean, I I can't really attest to that time because I wasn't really gaming much back then. But from what it sounds like, I mean, I I, I don't like ragging on this game because it is a good game. But I just, out of the trilogy, to be honest, I feel like it's it's the weak link in a way where it does have things in it that make that capitalize on one and make make it better but it's just the setup that they do in one it it just makes it seem like this story is going to be super grand and it the setting of the story is really cool you know and like the area the places they go and the things that they do but just it's there's no depth 
really. You don't feel I don't feel like they did much character development, you know, compared to the first one, which which that's saying, though, every first part of a story is usually every one of if not your favorite, like close to the favorite, because that's where you get to know everybody and it's easier to, to develop stuff there. But it just doesn't seem like. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah, in a it's way not that it's bad in a way. This kind of feels to like the proper first game in a way like they were able to kind of redo everything that wasn't great with one. Like one was almost yeah, just kind of like, yeah, like one was almost just kind of like a showcase to show what the PS3 could do, which was impressive for sure. No one's saying that it wasn't. Um, but in terms of like, you know, whenever I think of the best three games in the series, I don't even consider one being even close to as good as two. Um, you know, for me, I view like two, three, and four like the proper trilogy uh, because one, there's not really anything that can, the only thing that connects one to the rest of the series is just the main three characters. You know, you had Sully, Nathan, and uh, Elena, you know. Um, but other than that, like without without being too hard on the game, on the first game, which I, I do think the first game has its place. But in a way, this just kind of felt like a reboot. Um, and, and, you know, they kind of you kind of felt like they they had those connections and stuff like that, but they don't really reference anything throughout the, the you know, the the first game. And then I, I do feel like the second game got us more in touch with Nathan Drake for sure. But then it's like, OK, this Chloe girl, which she comes back later, obviously, um, you know, and. I do I do agree with you like there wasn't a ton of character building which that's something I'm really appreciating in the third game that I hadn't appreciated before was like them kind of showing off how Sully and Nate got together and like you care more about Sully now and you care more about like that story being told um so it's, it's just kind of here it, it's interesting to hear you kind of like talk about your qualms with the game and and I, I get what you're saying it's it's one of those things like we we call ourselves you know, this is wannabe critic productions. If you look up the definition of a critic, a critic tries to find fault or a critic tries to have an unpopular opinion <laughs> based off of something that is popular. And that's why we put wannabe in there because there's some leniency and there is nuance to the process. But at the same time, I, I mean, I mean, I do think... I mean, do you think that the first game has more of a place and a better place than the second game? Like, do you prefer the first game over the second game, truly? Because I, for me, I, I can't, I can't, I could never. It, for me, it's not even close. To be honest, yeah. I mean, I, wow. I would rather skip two. Because it's just that one did a lot of things right for me as a as a the way I play games and just the pacing of the story and like. Things that happened, like, it seems like, so the Yetis and all those guys, basically, in this game, like, this is, a, if, if you haven't played it, if you've gotten this far, yeah. this is, we're, we're spoiling Spoil stuff. Spoil hard. So, like, the Yetis and stuff, they tried to make it kind of scary, you know, like, the, in the first game, where you go into, like, those dark rooms, and there's just, you're like, what is going on right now? I don't, I never was scared of them. In this game, they were more, they were in, more annoying than anything. The, there was okay. There was one part of this game where what when they nailed it. That was probably it. it and I, if it if I didn't know anything else about this game, it would be this moment when you're climbing up a wall and off to the side of the screen. You know how you're super far away from Nate when he's like rock climbing and stuff. And off the side of your screen, you see something move 
and you don't know what it is. That was the only time in this game where I intentionally jumped off a cliff so I could redo a, a, a checkpoint and see what that was. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap, what was that? <laughs> like, that was really cool. And I just, that, they started off with that. And then you see everything, and you're like, oh, it's just a big gorilla. Like, it's yeah. not, you know. Whereas in the first game, and I'm not even a horror guy, is the is the crazy part. But I just like the suspense. Like, you know, it's like an action thriller, like, and slash comedy. But I just, I, I love, I love, I love this series. But this, it just, it it left me wanting like multiple times in this game. Yeah. And, well, and I, I, I think know. even too, like there was an element of, cause each of these games and, and spoilers for uncharted three too, like where we have to deal with the spiders in the mansion. Oh, man. Right. Yeah. To me, that was like the, like to me that that's been my favorite, like out, out of the realm of possibility type thing. You know, that that's like the, the video gamey part. That's really interesting. Right. I think it's better than the yeah. Eddies. It's better than the monsters in the first game. Um, mm -hmm. And I remember the last time I played this Uncharted 2, I loved everything up until we start fighting the Yetis because it's like there's all the so there's annoying. all this ammo everywhere. And it's like, well, oh, something's about. To yeah, happen. literally. So then you go and then you and they, use it all. You have to. And use they it. do the same thing at the end, yeah. too, with when you encounter them at, when they're not the Yetis anymore. Yeah. And you just you just have to unload. I hate that. I don't play Destiny 2 because of that. I don't want that yeah. in my other games. This is way before that, and I know that's not a fair comparison, but it's just I don't like that gameplay. Yeah. Like, I don't want that. Well, again. And then, the dude, the, oh, man, my biggest thing, the boss of the game. Probably the worst boss in a game of all time for me. I hated every second of that. Yeah. Where am I, like, and, yeah so kind of walk us through what the boss battle was like. So you walk up on you, you at the very end you you find out that it's not the actual jewel that you're looking for or the sphere it's the sap of the tree and you walk up on the guy and he's drinking the sap right before you get to him and he basically becomes invincible so it's you running around in circles for like 20 minutes and there's like five or six stages of the boss and you have to explode certain things and then run. It's it's so Yeah, and then at the end, it's kind of like a temple run type thing, right? Where like you're like trying to escape. Yeah. That part, that part I liked. Yeah. Like where you're just, you're you're sprinting. For, but it's literally, they incorporate the like run and gun thing yeah. where you ha you can run. I hated it. I hated that part of the game. <laughs> yeah. I hated it. Oh my God. It was so, so, it wasn't, it wasn't even the fact that it was frustrating. It was just like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I remember, why, why and that's, that's the thing too, is, and that's why you have to kind of be like honest and like make sure you're looking at things not through rose-colored glasses because four or five years ago, the first time I played this game, or I guess it's been six or seven years ago at this point, um, the first time I played it on PS3, I'm like, wow, like this is a blast. Like I'm having a really good time here. Um, but I do remember last year, once I beat it, it was kind of like, eh, you know, like not not quite as good as i remember it still i still i still really enjoyed it but it was that thing like you get to the last quarter of the game and it's like god this is taking forever and like these yetis suck like i dislike yeah. this so much <laughs> and the for me too the beginning of the game is really awesome when you're climbing up that train and you're doing all that why make me redo that whole thing again yeah why yeah and then yeah, something that I was really frustrating to me because I like I like playing stealthy in games when I have that option, you know. Yeah. So when you climb up the train and you go through all the wreckage and then you find out there's a bunch of guys coming down in the blizzard, 
you would think you'd be able to sneak around them. And you know how you go at the very end, you can climb up that cliffside and and it goes into a cutscene. Yeah. If you try to climb up that cliffside without fighting anybody because you think you would be able to sneak, they immediately kill you. Like it cuts to a different cutscene where they just shoot you. How how do they know where I'm at? <laughs> <laughs> if it's a blizzard, how do they know that I'm climbing up that cliffside? Like I I don't know. And I know it's an older game and they want you to experience like the the firefights and all that and that's fun. But and that's towards the end of the game too where it's just like I just want to continue the story. I just want to like play the game instead of having to feel like I'm on rails and have to do certain things where not to show my hand for three, where where three feels like you kind of can do whatever you want in areas, you know, and I really enjoyed that. But yeah, it just, there is a few things that just really frustrated me about this game. Well, and it wasn't even the puzzles. Yeah. You would think it would be the yeah. puzzles, you know? No, well, I, I think too, there, I have taken points off of, you know, whenever we get on the, you know, whenever we're viewing movies, I've taken points off of stuff for a scene, one scene where I'm like, that is ridiculous. I hate that. And there have been times where I'm playing a game. It's like, God, I, I really like if I love every other aspect except for this one thing, that's that's one thing. Like, for instance, I'll give you an instant like Red Dead 2, right? The menu system, absolute trash. That's like PS3. Oh, yeah. That's like PS3 nonsense. You know what I mean? You have to go through the start button. Literally. To to, like it's like <laughs> four different menus of God knows what. Yeah. And so but guess what? I give that a pass. Is it a perfect game? No, because of that reason. But I give the game a pass based on everything else. Everything else that it does great. Whenever you have three or four core mechanics or plot devices, you know, in a game like Uncharted Two, and literally the entire back quarter of your game just isn't very fun. <laughs> it's just more annoying than anything. That takes a lot of points off for me, and and that is the reason why I always say why well, I do think it's been incredibly instrumental in building games, especially Naughty Dog games going forward. And literally playing like, you know, playing uh, Jedi Fallen Order and being like, yeah, I loved I loved the beginning of this game the first time whenever it was in Uncharted 2, you know, because um, that's been a thing that that was a moment in, in history as a historical point in games, almost to the thing of like, you know, like Mario gets made fun of and stuff like that. And we, we know points in Mario. If you go back and try and play old Super Mario, you know, Super Mario Brothers, if you think that that's like the peak of gameplay and like that's just perfect gameplay, you're wrong. I'll fight you. Like you're, it can be fun and still be imperfect. It's like what what one Ryan Dalton has always said that I've always appreciated. It doesn't have to be perfect to love it. And I think that's kind of what it boils down to. Like I really liked this game a lot, and I still like this game, but it will not be my first choice um, if I try and go back to play an Uncharted game. And honestly. I think the Uncharted games as a whole like just are overrated. Like I think they are fun. For sure. Yeah, I know. I think they are fun for sure. But like in terms of like third person cover based shooters, I'm just kind of like it's just so low on my radar because I, I just think there are other games that have done it so much better, especially Gears. Like I played Gears first and I think story wise and gameplay wise, those are just way better games. Now, those are kind of like in a different league of their own for sure. But you know, I do. I I am enjoying my playthrough of these games more, especially Uncharted Three, because Uncharted Three is the only one that I haven't played that much of. Um, I'm about halfway through it now, um, and I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm really, I really am enjoying like the first part of the game where you're 
you know, you're climbing through the mansion and all that stuff. I really felt like I was in danger. And that's something that Uncharted 4, (laughs) where Uncharted 4 did that for me, where Mm -hmm. I really felt like I was in danger. Whereas in Uncharted 2, this is kind of how how I've always felt. I never really felt like I was in danger as much as I was just annoyed. Um, And I think it's like, oh God, like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm about to die. Like, this is dumb. You know, like that kind of feeling. It was more, I was more afraid of failing the game. It felt more video gamey than immersive and i will say i think there is a a certain aspect of of immersion that one does have over two because it doesn't feel so video gamey um but i do think too in terms of like action sequences and stuff like that it just does a really good job of just trying to like push those sequences to the forefront like i can think of like climbing on the signs and like you know coming out like you know trying to escape like whenever you're in the city and there's that uh like that war inside of uh like the first city you go to and you're like hopping on the rooftops and stuff like that. Um, I, I, you hate, you just, you hated it. I hated it. I hated yeah. it. <laughs> no, I, I, dude, I just, I, that's probably, that's, that's probably my favorite, where... my favorite portion of the game, honestly. Yeah, really? probably. I, I would say wow. the first, the first, like, the first pretty much half, pretty much the first half of the game, I really, really liked. That's, that's where I started to be like, all right, I'm kind of done. Cause it, I don't know. It just, it wasn't really puzzly. It felt like they were trying to do Mirror's Edge with Uncharted, and I didn't like yeah. it. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good. Where comparison. it was just like, do some do some parkour while shooting guns. Now and, I will say though, but, but there there know. are. I, just, I do think that there are elements from Uncharted Two that had they not present, had they had they not been present. They wouldn't have been as cool in Uncharted Three, and they certainly wouldn't. They certainly true. wouldn't have been because Uncharted Four at this point for me probably is the best one um i think and i'm starting to see why people thought that now um because i think it takes all these elements that we've had for so long and there's enough space between uncharted 2 and uncharted 4 where you're like the way that it i thought it the way that that it felt in my head during uncharted 2 like they actually were able to execute that perfectly in uncharted 4 it's like because you go back if you play uncharted 4 first you're like what the heck, you know, whenever you go play the first few games, it's like, this isn't, this isn't right at all, you know? And I, I think it would be awesome, you know, that there's a, we've, we talked about this before, there is a new Uncharted game that was in development, you know, whether it's about Drake's kid or whatever, or maybe it's like, I don't know, it'd be kind of cool since Naughty Dog is in the, in the realm of remasters now, or remakes since the remake in The Last of Us Part One, it would be kind of rad to see them remake the first three games in the style of four for the PS five, that would make a ton of money. Um, and I would love to see, I think honestly, number one probably has the most interesting area for me personally. And I, but it was just so clunky. Like it's just so clunky to go back to. And it's like, God, this does not look good. Um, and I would love to have played an uncharted one in the vein of uncharted four, which, you know, uncharted four, Neil Druckmann did Neil Druckmann's team did take the lead on Uncharted 4 so that I think that there is something to be said there for sure but yeah no I've, I've been interested to hear kind of your thoughts about Uncharted 2 is there anything you want to um, kind of say before we wrap up this review I, I like the game I don't hate this game by any means it's just I'm not mad <laughs> just disappointed 
And there's there is a few things that I did mention, like specifically, like the no sneaking around and the redoing of the beginning and all that. But specifically, there's not really anything that stands out to me, except maybe like the the war zone part. That was where it was really boring for me, and I didn't I didn't connect with that part of the game like you did. But overall, it's a good game. It's not it's not bad, but. Will I ever play it again? Nope. <laughs> if they remaster this game with the trilogy, to be honest, I'll probably just skip two and go to three for one. Wow. I just, I just, I, I don't know. I can't put my finger on exactly one thing. It was just all of those things combined. It just, it especially whenever me. you've been told, like, oh my god, like this is so good. You know what yeah. I mean? And that, like, Every, and that yeah. might have that might have been part of it too, because everybody hyped up two well, so I, much for me. They were like, oh yeah. dude, two, and I and I got to it, and I was just like, okay. see. And I think that's that's an uh, that is an interesting comparison because to me, I feel like we are in kind of another growing period for games. Like I do think we're still towards hitting the peak, and you know, like Uncharted Two is a great spike, especially especially for PlayStation. And I feel like the Uncharted 2 of this generation now would probably be the Spider-Man games, honestly. Like if you bought like if you bought a PS4 just to play Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales, people aren't going to make fun of you, you know, because those are grade A excellent experiences. But then I think about someone like Carter, like we we would just would not shut up about how good Spider-Man is. Like, oh my God, you gotta play it. It's so good. And then he goes to sit down and play it. And like we've just been hyping it up about God, you know, for God knows how long. And he goes to sit down and play it, and he's just like, it just doesn't do it for me. You know, and that is the the effect, honestly. Like that is the the trouble with hyping up games too much and like giving one single game too much gravitas because then you have unrealistic expectations, and that's what happens. So, you know, in a way, I get where the hype came from, because if you compare it to something, I mean, 2009, people are, I mean, people are, are really invested in console gaming and just in gaming in general at this point. Um, yeah, I, I understand, but it has not aged well because it's kind of like, you know, I don't know. I think about it in terms of like football or even boxers you know you think about like boxers like that are like on the up and up and like the tactics of that once worked for them it's not the same anymore really you know like athleticism has just kind of transcended the current peak and it's the same thing with video games like video games get more and more diverse and more and more complicated and more and more interesting year by year and i mean uncharted 2 is 11 years old now you know and it's shown its age for sure so, you know, there, there's that. But I, I don't knock the game for, I I think if you find it boring or find it irritating or whatever, I think that just comes down to personal choice. I don't think that's a knock on game design necessarily. Um, yeah. I, 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 like you're saying, this is a very, this is a stepping stone game for sure for what games are now. And I, I do appreciate it for what it is. But yeah, there's just, it, it didn't do it, man. It didn't do it. I wish it did. I really wish it did because I, I love this series. It's probably one of my favorite video game series ever, but I don't know. Well, there you have it. Straight out of the horse's mouth. Yeah. All right. Well, it's time to wrap up this bad boy. So we got to, we got to, we got to throw a score on this thing. Um, 
I'm getting to the point, man, where like I like to score stuff just because I think it's fun. But I think about how scores are honestly kind of pointless in a lot of ways these days. Um, because whenever you look at a gaming outlet and their score that's put on a game, that's that's not the entire, you know, staff of that company coming together to put out a score. That's one guy putting his opinion out. And I, I, there are some people's opinions. And I think this has been one of those things where I like looking for those reviewers where it's like nine times out of 10, it's like, oh, they hit it right on the money. Like, I totally agree. But then there's that one time where I wholeheartedly completely disagree with them. So it's interesting to put a score on something, but it's like, man, potentially at some point, d does the score really m matter that much? You know, and I mean, like even even meta scores, you know, what if I disagreed with every single person that put out a review and they gave this game a seven out of 10 and like it unanimously got like a seven out of 10, but I think it was like a one out of 10, you know, and I wholeheartedly, it's just, it's just an interesting, I don't know. You, you get what I'm saying? And this is kind of, this isn't meant to be a tangent or anything. I was just, uh, you know, on the topic of gaming, on the topic of scoring things. And I do, I do enjoy scoring things. I think it's fun. Um, but you know, go ahead. Yeah. I, yeah. I get what you're saying. I mean, self-doubt creeps into everybody, game. <laughs> it's just, it happens. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. Is what is life? What is the what meaning is of this? Well, yeah. <laughs> when I think it's more about, you know, it's kind of hard to like, say like, oh, like it's this quality. I think for me, it's going to be, from now on, like when I score something, it's going to be based on level of enjoyment. You know, I'm not going to say like, oh, like 10 out of 10. Yeah. The game yeah, mechanic. exactly. The my yeah. my PlayStation Three. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So Uncharted Two: Among Thieves. Uh, and you know there was there were so many things that we could have talked about with this game, but you know there's only so 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 much time. Um, what uh, what do you give this game? Do you do you remember what we gave the first one? I don't remember my score. I feel like I gave it like I want to say we gave something. it a I gave it a seven. I think. I'm pretty sure I gave it an eight because I really like that one. Yeah, that that sounds right. Listeners, if you care, you okay. can let us know. All right, I'm going to give this one a uh, six. <laughs> Whoa, okay. All right, well, there you have it. Not a bad no, game. It's just, if we're basing it off an enjoyment, it's a six for me. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to give it an eight. Um, wow. I think it was still, for the most part, I think it's a really fun game. And I think there, there would have been a time where I would have given this game a 10 out of 10. So, uh, yeah, and I mean, it it doesn't feel like it would have been that long ago. I still think 8 is excellent. I think 8 is an excellent game. I definitely think you should play this game still because then... For, for sure. Game, certain games... At least once. Yeah, at least once because there are certain games where it's like, oh, that's totally Uncharted 2. Like, that's kind of... there's Uncharted 2's train thing has been played out in so many other games, you know, and that was kind of a legendary moment. I think it's, it is one of those games that you got to play. So, there you have it. Well, Mikey, that's another one in the can, man. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Excited to sit down with Ethan Maestri to review uh, Uncharted 3, which I have never played. I've never beaten. Um, so that'll be fun. Uh, I'll be looking forward to reviewing some more games on Game Club. Be on the lookout. Uh, if you want to get... Here's the thing. We have other Game Club episodes that are ready to go right now. In fact, me and Mikey's episode of Uncharted 1 at this point in time is ready to go. It's already in the can. So if you want access to the reviews as they are ready, then you need to make sure you go over to patreon.com slash wannabecritic 
and uh, subscribe at the request here. Mikey, you look puzzled. What do you? What, what's? Won't the they have already listened to one by the time they listen to this one? Yeah. Well, you know, this is just look at this episode retrospectively. That's all I have to say. Um, you could have had it much earlier. Is all I'm trying to say. And you could Remember have had. You, you know, watched- I guarantee you. I guarantee you. At this point in time, the Halo uh, reviews that are already ready to go right now are available and aren't. You know, by the time this comes out, none of them will still be out. So if you want to hear those Halo episodes that are in the can right now, make sure you go uh, check out the Patreon. But if you don't, if you just want to keep listening as you've been listening. You know, that's all I could really care about because um, at the end of the day, it's just about interacting with you and getting you content that you enjoy. So we really, really appreciate it. Um, Mikey, you have any uh, final thoughts before we sign off? Uh, Coke is better? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I, I completely drew a blank. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Game Club from Wannabe Critic Productions. We will see you later. Yeah.